Oh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We here each and every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things going on. And uh, they played their number one nemesis in the nation. They will play. Ah, yes. This school. Out of the two of the largest cities in the state of Texas, two of the largest, the first and third largest. But then and again, when it comes to real populations area, the two largest uh, school areas, uh, two largest areas, North Texas and Houston, are battling against one another. And we, we're so glad to be represented by Coach Samples and those Duck and Field Tigers. Uh, Coach Samples, you're going to win it this time. He told me he's going to win it this time. He, now he's going to beat them. So it's going to be a very delightful day. We ought to enjoy our children representing us at a time like this when those who are in power in Texas, your governor, lieutenant governor, uh, all of these people that are trying to steal your right to vote and take other rights away from you, when they are doing so much evil, our kids are doing well. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. And, uh, you know, if we just had enough people on the school board that would do some good things, would do some great things we could do. I know you're ringing me on line one, and line one is ringing and ringing and and uh, when we see how things are going, we see how things are going. We are uh, just, you know, elated that we have something going well for us. We are one week away from Christmas Day, the day that uh, we've designated for Christmas. We are going to talk about that, uh, the designation. All right. And uh, when we uh, get to doing certain things, doing certain things, uh, it's just as, it's, it's really, it's really a time to rejoice, a time to recognize what the day is all about, a time. We can't afford to do like other people do. Because we're God's chosen people. We are. And chosen by God. And we don't act like it because we don't know it. We've never been taught that. For the most part. Most people never been taught that. And really, it has been to the advantage of everybody else in the world. And to our disadvantage, for us not to know who we are. The Bible just clearly, openly extends that to us. Such a blessing, such a blessing. 
All right, 972-647-1893. All right, Pierre, who do we have on the line? Good morning, everybody, and we have uh, James on the line, too. All right, James. All righty, good morning, James. Good morning, Pastor Burnett. Good morning. Merry Christmas to you mm-hmm. and your family. Thank you. Uh, I'm calling regarding free food. It's right this temple, Church of God in Christ, on 2627 Dollar Street. All right, as you do every... Uh, Saturday morning, they're giving away free food at 2627 Darby Street. What's the name of the church? Evangelist Temple Church of God in Christ. Yes, yeah. yes. Elder Freddie Shepherd is the pastor. Re- Elder who? Freddie Shepherd. Freddie Shepherd. Yes, he tried, is, church, he tried to call you last week, but we, he was unable to get in. They couldn't. They couldn't get in? Yo, sir. Yo, uh, you did it right this time. You called before I got on there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We thank you for what you do and All what right. you're going to do. All right. Now, say it again, just in case someone missed it and they want to get some food for got Christmas coming up and everything. Just it, We need food every day. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Free food at an Evangelist Temple Church of God in Christ, 2627 Dollar Street, right off of Bear. Yep. We're, we're free food starting at 9 a.m. All right. 9 o'clock this morning. Yes, sir. Thank All right. You. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you doing doing what God would have you all to do yes. at, the, at the church. All right. All right. Eclipse line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have here? Uh, Bill uh, just called us, but uh, I think we had a little issue, so he can uh, call us back right now. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, we'll get line one in. Okay, I think he's back. Mm-hmm. All right, he's on the air. All right. Good morning, you all can Hi, Pastor Barnett. How are you doing, sir? Fine. How are you doing? Okay, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to. Uh, you're, you're right about them stealing our. They've, they've stolen our rights to vote. <laughs> you know. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. They they stolen our rights to vote. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to bring something else up. Uh, you probably seen this on on the on the news. The young uh, Colorado gentleman, the Hispanic Colorado gentleman, that got 110 years for an accident that he had. You know, he in his, in his semi truck, his brakes failed, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and whatnot, he got 110 years, and he there's 110 years, and his brakes fail. Yes, 110 years. There's a big uh, the teamsters and whatnot truck drivers are, are refusing to go into Colorado. It happened in Colorado. They're refusing to go into Colorado because they're in protest for for you know for this uh, for this young man. He's a young man in his 20s, mm-hmm. and uh, his, his brakes failed and whatnot. He did kill uh, several people, I think, but it was an accident. And and you've got oh these, you, you've got these white people that, that like Renhouse or whatever his name is and and, and policemen and whatnot. Yes. They, they, they get all free for yeah. intentionally killing somebody. Yeah. Intentionally. But then free. the first thing they holler, I had a, that's a racist thing when they said Black Lives Matter. You know, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's a travesty. A hundred and ten years, Professor Barnett, for not even his fault. And uh, the brakes, his brakes fail, which can happen to anybody. 
Anybody. Anybody. anybody. That can happen anybody. at any time. We hate to hear about the tragedy. So many people are people losing their lives. But at the yeah. same time, accidents do happen. They, they happen. You and know, you do not punish people for something they could not control. You know, and then you punish people. You don't punish people for something he could control, like killing those, <coughs> that young man killing killing two people and whatnot. And and and, and a fine example is what what a, a twenty year sentence or whatever that was for that young lady to kill that that gentleman and the young the cop that killed the gentleman here. That, Mm-hmm. The black gentleman here in, in, in Dallas, you know, she got a slap on her hand, basically for what she did. Yeah, but and, now and this lady slap. that killed this guy with the with the weapon, yeah, and she thought it was a taser. Uh, 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 I believe she's uh, going to uh, get off. Yeah, uh, I mean, how can you think it's a taser? That's funny. It's just no. It's just, there's no way she could have made that mistake. No, you're trained. You're trained, and you know the difference between a taser and, and, a, and, a, and a handgun. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. That's why I see if you knew about that or not. No, I'm glad you called me and told me. I hadn't heard about this uh, situation in uh, Colorado. When did it happen? <sighs> I don't know exactly when it happened, best buddy, but I just ran across on the internet. Ran across these the truck drivers, the teamsters are are, are, are reaching out to everybody, and they're in protest. No. No trailers are going into Colorado in protest mm-hmm. in support of this young man that got 110 years for mm-hmm. not something that's not even his fault. And well, they're going to punish the people of Colorado probably for uh, electing this no-good judge. Uh, everybody's going to yes. have to suffer behind this. Mm-hmm. Behind that. You know, and this is we want to bring, bring awareness to, to... Well, let me to, recommend to, you, know, you call the show that comes on after me. Uh, okay. They, the, uh, yes. You said the, te- yes. the Teamsters are in on this? Uh, uh, yes, the Teamsters, the truck driver, well, uh, the the, truck driver union. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a union. They're union people. And uh, yeah, union people. I, I don't know. They might have discussed it, but I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Yeah, they support each other real. I mean, they support each other mm-hmm. uh, uh, pretty well. One of the strongest unions in the country that's left. Yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up. That's why I will. I will call the next show. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh huh. That clears the line. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. I was looking at the news this week. I've watched them close. When they come on, they don't come on with that mess. DISD haven't won a state championship in. In 60 years, they, they've cut, they, they clarifying that mess. Oh, yes, as I called them out last week. They clarifying that mess. That's a lie. They've won two state championships. And being recognized for the 88 Carter team, it has an asterisk beside it, seeing there were uh, 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 an eligible player that played. That's a lie he didn't play. He just let him on the bus. And a teacher told that this boy had had made a DIF or something on the class half, and they, they just let him on the bus. He went, they played Duncanville, uh, somebody, I think, at uh, Grand Prairie. He never did play, he had nothing to do with that game. Oh, they, and, and Booker T. Washington, 1958, state championship. 
you know, you have to call people out on things. Racism is in everything. Racism is in everything. Call it out. Especially when it's affecting our children, trying to make our children look bad. Why you say it's trying to make black children look bad? Well, because we know in the Dallas Independent School District, the only kids that really mess play football are black kids. White kids in the suburbs, Hispanic kids, this is not one of their sports that they really dwell in. So let us, you know, let us wake up to all these things that they do. Let's wake up. Let's wake up, people. Wake up and support our children. We wonder why why they don't want, well, we don't support them. We when when they see us really getting behind them and getting with them, they will want to act like us. Yes, support our children. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have here? We have a chance on the line one. Chance. Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Chance. Good morning. This is Chance here in Lancaster, Texas. I call you about once a week. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got two things. I've got two things for you. Mm-hmm. That rid, that ridden house guy from uh, from uh, that killed those people up in Wisconsin. Yes, he visited this week. It was honored. Huh? He visited Texas this week. And let me, do you know where he visited this week? It was honored. Where? The star up in Frisco, the Dallas. Jerry Jerry Jones star. Jerry Jones. Look at here. Look at here. I got that star telegram. The quitted shooter, Kyle Rittenhouse, visits Dallas Cowboys, the star, huh? on, North, on a North Texas trip. Yes, he honored her. Jerry Jones, I told y'all we better quit following those Cowboys and find something else to do on Sundays. Do not spend your money with Jerry Jones. Do not watch the Dallas Cowboys. He got the Negroes up there in that, that play for him. They ain't up, but they they they, they, they working for the, the for, for the master, working for the play master. That's what it is. Why would you recognize that guy? That tells you right well, there. Was that on the news? Was that on the news? It was in the newspaper. Well, it was that morning news. Nobody had the reason anymore. <laughs> I, no, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm. But look here, Jerry Jones praised this guy going to bring him to the star and going to pay for the trip. What that tell you? What about Jerry Jones? Well, Jerry Jones well, well, well biggest- when we get down to it, who really started this uh, uh, thinking about uh, not kneeling or kneeling for the Star Spangled Banner who took it completely out of uh, context? Who really blew the thing out of context? You boy right to the right up there in Frisco, right up in Highland Park, Jerry Jones. He and Donald Trump, Jerry Jones and Donald, Donald Trump, blowed this thing. And and Robert Kraft with New England Yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. Jerry. Jerry won was uh, took the lead, and he and Donald Trump jumped on it and everything. About this yeah, racism yeah. in football, and they, and they made sure that this boy, this young man, he's a boy under me because he's a kid under me, and. He has not found a job since. What about that? 
That's absolute, absolutely. You sick. know he was better than at least 15 starting quarterbacks that they had in the NFL. Nobody would offer him a job, not even a backup job. That's I tell you what, I'm up against a break, and thank you hey, for hey, the information, what, and what we'll be right back. What other thing? Yeah, all right. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the line, y'all know. All right. We're back. We're back. You can reach us at 972-647-1893. Who do we have on the line? Uh, Uh, Tony on line one. Tony? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Tony. I hear somebody there. Tony? Can you hear me? Yes, uh-huh. I can hear you, Tony. Okay, okay yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to make a comment on this game uh, this, this weekend. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 you're right, and, and you're right about uh, Carter being excluded because uh, that South Grand Prairie and Dunkin' Bill made that phone call. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing I would say is this. You know, people still realize that a lot of the, those kids that went to Kimball, I'm an alumni of Kimball, uh-huh. and called Sock, Roosevelt, moved to Duncanville, DeSoto, Cedar Hill, Lancaster. Mm-hmm. These kids are the grandkids of Oak Cliff. And then you have the nerve for DeSoto and Duncanville to be like, we've been ostracized because, you know, we're black. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Oak Cliff experience. Mm-hmm. Well, Welcome to that. And then understand the history of your city. Yeah. Like the Soto and Duncanville. Mm-hmm. You know, who made the phone call. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the thing is this. You feel like you've been isolated and been negative uh, fame from the media. So when so when people who moved to Soto from Chicago uh, or, or East Texas don't understand, is this. You coming in and not understanding the history of the city that you moved in, mm-hmm. understanding that only thing that, that, that really changed in, in the last 20, 30 years is people from Old Cliff jumped 20 to be in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And so I'm proud of Stock being there. I'm supporting them. Because like you said, mm-hmm. the thing is this, we, we, we've always had that negative connotation. Are you proud of them? Well, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all should be. Listen, the billboard says it all. It had the 3.25. How many times do you have a, a football team with that kind of uh, uh, grade point average? Mm-hmm. I bet you if you pull, I bet you put some of the suburbs, um, GPA, school, football, what's that? They don't have that. I bet, mm-hmm. I, you know. But, yeah. but the thing is, it's not saying anything negative towards them. It is to understand the history. Well, now, the, you, let me show you something. You brought up the grade point average. Do you remember when they brought up uh, some a few years back here? They brought up no pass, no play. You remember I that? No, no, this is state of Texas did this. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, the suburban housewives did was pushing for that, but what happened? It backfired on them. It backfired on them. Uh, they they uh started that thinking they were going to see at that time the big city schools was just running over the suburbs like like nothing. 
But what happened was that their kids started flunking out. And they got it changed. Suburban, I mean, white housewives got that mm-hmm. uh, no pass, no play, because it, it was far. They they couldn't play no more that semester. They changed it, I think, yeah, out, what, three weeks now, uh, if they failed mm-hmm. something. The whites stopped that. They were doing that trying to hurt blacks. But the black kids started getting their lesson and kept on getting their lesson and have always been some of your best students were athletes. So here's, they, they, they pull every trick they can on us. I'm not going to let them forget it, what they did. Because I knew no pass, no play was nothing but a trick anyway. Back when we were in school, if you, you had to have a, a B average in order to play sports. So I knew that was no big deal against us. So, these, go, go right ahead. But, but you're so right. Cause I, I was in school. I was in middle school when that came out. Uh-huh. Bosporo, Bosporo, uh pushed that through Texas legislation. Sure did. And you're, you're right. right. And, H. And, Ross Perot did it. Yeah. And Linus Wright was, was, was the uh, superintendent of, of Dallas then. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and so and that's what I'm saying. They don't know the history, and, it, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, you come in and, and you you brand new. And then, and then you wonder why people look at you side-eyed and this. know the history of Dallas and relationship between, you know, white and black, and then come talk to me. Other than that, you know, you're just a person that's just on a bandwagon because either you're young or you just don't know. Mm-hmm. How do you with that? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, to let you know how racist this uh, whole thing is, when they, every newscast, before I came on last week, I can't, they would come on. This will be the uh, first time if they win the state, this will be the first time they've won a state championship in 60 years and all this old foolishness they were coming up with. And, and what hurts so bad? They, I guess they have to do it. That's their job. You have black reporters coming on saying the same thing that these white people have put them up to say. That's a sad situation. That's a sad, that's a bad situation. All right? I thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Ike on 92. Ike, all righty. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Real Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing great, doing great. Uh, I'm so glad you're talking about the history of our schools and the struggle that we went through, you know, uh, uh, South Pole Cliff is not their first time going to state. They went back in, I think it was 70, and they played Odessa Premium and got cheated out of the game. Well, that was uh, that was the quarterfinals, and uh, they played Odessa Premium in Lubbock. That's when they got they had about five touchdowns called back on them. Every time they would make a long play, and you see it, and the uh, referee sees it's going to be a big play, they throw, they pull their flag out and throw, throw their flag to make sure South Oak Cliff wouldn't wouldn't beat Odessa Premium, which at that time was a big time white powerhouse. Sock was kicking the right. double out of them. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, as we talk about the struggles, uh, I want to give uh, thanks and kudos to Trustee George Foreman for 
standing up for and protecting our rights and mm-hmm. what we have fought for in history because it was some conversation down at the board meeting. Wasn't a vote. It just it was a conversation <laughs> coming across the table about uh, separating some of the magnet schools and the uh, uh, choice schools that we have in the southern sector that DISD wanted to. The conversation came about kind of dividing mm-hmm. them up among the trustees, but these uh, schools are in our communities. You know, Townville mm-hmm. the main one they was looking at, and they wanted to separate them back to school. And uh, the conversation came up, and she went down, and uh, and she uh, fought against this and let them know that Yvonne Newell fought in the court had put these, these resources in school in our area. And we weren't just going to sit back and let them talk about separating them up over the other trustees that's not in our district. And it, mm-hmm. it was a big mess, you know, it was a lot of... Well, see, they, they, they wanted uh, a piece of that pie because, remember, now Townview has been selected as one of as the, the top school, high school in the nation. In the nation, they have the number and, one and number two in the nation. Yeah. And there, they wanted other uh, trustees to get credit for that. Now, right. let's go back to the very beginning. That whole idea came back, came up in 1976. And uh, at first, they had said they were going to build a school uh, for $66 million. But now there are some that came up fight that we don't need that. We don't need that. They ended up spending well about 47 million, something like that for that school. But they did not want it named after a black person. See, it wasn't going to be no such thing as town, as uh, uh, Yvonne Ewell. No, it's just going to call it town building. And what they did, and one thing I give uh, John Wiley uh, credit, he picketed at that school for years because whites didn't even enter the building anywhere near blacks. They came in the black, in the back, and they had their own private in- entry and all of this. And uh, they knew this was this school was going to be a great one. But when things going to be good, you can find Townview, the top school in the nation, and then go a few, almost a stone's throw over to Roosevelt, where at that particular time, Roosevelt was doing terrible. So why is it, I've always asked, why is it one school in the same geographical area can do so well and the other one don't do as well? What's the problem? What is it? See, I didn't like the idea of Skyline, which opened it back in uh, 71. I realized that Skyline was going to be a magnet, that, that, that they, they, they want to handpick kids and all that stuff at, at the beginning, and it was going to be a top-of-the-line school and everything. Why can't they make them all top-of-the-line? Right. See, that's it's the problem with the, all this uh, magnet school mess. Make them all magnets. They should be able to draw the kids in their community, if they would go and do things right. But what I'm hearing, what I've been told, that we have a African-American male trustee, 
shout down Miss Foreman and talk to her real nasty uh, at the meeting. Well, now, what, what, is it, what is it he trying to do? When she's proposing things that are good for our community, he's shutting it down. Is he, is he, is he trying to satisfy uh, the, the likes of uh, his white uh, uh, trustees like him? Uh, what is he doing? What's going on down there? Well, Reverend Barnett, I don't know exactly. I was down at the meeting, and uh, Miss Foreman told them they denied that the conversation ever came across the table. They denied it. She was called liars, and I mean, she was just attacked by the males that was on the board. And if you go back and look at the actual tape of the prior meeting, it's there. She didn't lie. It was all there. The conversation came over, and matter of fact, the trustee that introduced the conversation recanted it. But she was called liars, and uh, I mean, and said she was bullying the trustee around and trying to uh, tamper with his uh, re-election bid, and it was a big mess up about that, but uh, I mean, if, if he disagreed with her, it's one thing, but to totally attack her in that manner and totally disrespect her it's just, it's just, it's just out of control. He's out of control. So, I mean, was he trying to impress white folks? You think? Well, Barnett, I, you got to understand a couple of those guys down there went to this leadership ISD class that these white folks teach them how to lead black people. So maybe that's why he got his training. I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to bash him because he already got enough out there that making us look bad enough. So, you know. And, and he started talking about uh, his his for re-election, and that's a whole lot of stuff going on that's unnecessary. I mean, I wish he would be more professional. He's in a, a position to represent, you know, Oak Cliff, the part of Oak Cliff that he uh, won the election to represent, and I wish he would do it. Because the, the argument came up that uh, Ms. Farmer wanted uh, Wilma Hutchinson placed back in her district. Because mm-hmm. it was in Carla Ranger's district right. prior to that. Mm-hmm. But Trustee Edwin Flores said it was never in District 6. Oh, that's a lie. And, that's a lie. And, I was there when, uh, when, when Carla Ranger and her husband was there one night. We went round and round. They wanted, you had this group who wanted to pull out and get into uh, that, that, that district that South Oak Cliff and all of them are in now. In which uh, they didn't know any better. They were leaving the best district they could have been in, but right. they, they want to go over somewhere else. They did not know any better than right. to try that. This, I'm going to yeah. say this before and end with this. When she called him on the bad information, mm-hmm. the other trustees didn't stand with her, and they knew that the guy was lying, mm-hmm. but they called her a liar over. I mean, he just openly called her a lie, but when Edwin Flores flat out lied about uh, Wilma Hutchinson, I mean, there was no recourse. Uh, no one said a word. She stood on her own, and I'm proud of her, and I thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I thank you for bringing it up because DISD didn't have a Wilma Hutchinson. They had their own district and everything. I had to remind them in a... Uh, 
in a meeting to pick up Wilma Hutchins because they had gone to the end of the meeting, was closed, and I told them to stop. We are supposed to pick up Wilma Hutchins, and they, we started all over again to make sure that it would become a part of DISD, although I did really didn't want it because I knew the reason why they wanted to switch it from the Wilma Hudson's district is because the Dallas Morning News was putting that big plant out there and the, the Inland Port was going to be out there and that was going to be too much money for a black, all black uh, board of trustees to handle the kind of tax dollars that they were going to get in Wilma Hudson's and you had blacks who helped kill the, 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 the district, such as, you know, uh, well, I call his name Black. He killed that district. And uh, we had Black. others like well, uh, Royce West. He West fought and killed that and district. Since you mentioned uh, that about Mr. Black, I guess... Uh, Albert Black. Trustee mm-hmm. went in and uh, commended him, awarded him by naming a... Uh, over here in Oak Cliff after him, so right. that's just what we have to deal with. God have mercy. But you, we, they send these, these people up there that don't know anything about the history of, of this city. They make grave mistakes. They think they're doing wrong because they don't. Anytime you don't know your history, it's hard to represent a people when you don't know the background behind the whole situation. But I thank you. All I right. thank you, Ike. All right. Thank you. Uh, that is line 972-647-1893. We're up against a short break, and we'll be back in just one moment. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. All right, all right, we're back. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Who do we have on the line? And uh, I tell you what, we got to look at some things. Our right to vote. So many have lost their lives all across the South. So many states used to discriminate so vigorously, so vigorously, on the voting issue. I've heard even some of our people say, oh, voting ain't nothing. That don't mean nothing. Well, if it doesn't mean anything, why have they killed us doing everything they can to shut the the black vote off? Why have they done this if it don't mean anything? They doing. They've done everything and doing everything. The Republicans are doing everything they they could possibly ever do to stop us from voting. Cut off things like early voting. You remember we had for one while we were gonna vote. Souls to the polls. Go on Sunday right after Sunday service. We go leave church and go directly to the polls. They don't want that. They don't want that because they knew that most of the people that would be going to those polls would be voting Democratic, so they want to cut that out. Just cut out our ways. They don't want the balance. I uh, know the poll workers to go out to your car with the ballot. 
You didn't used to, you didn't have to get out of your car to go and vote. You wouldn't have to do a lot of things. Uh, you're talking about the mail-in ballot, drop boxes, different things like this. They were, they were really, they were really, they have really been vigorously fighting our right to vote. Don't want our right to vote. They know a vast majority, not a majority, but a vast number of black people. The polls in Texas are usually open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. A lot of people work doing that whole time. And if they get off too late to go to the polls, you're not in line by 7, you can't vote. This is what they want because they know their old antiquated ideas are fading. They're fading fast. No backwards way of doing things the way they do. Backwards discriminating ways of doing things. It's dying. So they want to stop that and, and try to reverse the situation by keeping people who think like them in office. This is a sad situation. This is a situation where people are being robbed of their constitutional rights. We, have, we pay taxes in this country. We fought for this country. We actually built this country. Now they don't want us to participate in the greatness of this nation. Come on now. What do you think? What ideas do you have? Are we going to fight? Are we going to stand up? Are we going to call our senators? Call your congressperson. Let them know, especially the Senate. Call the Senate. And let them know. You want them to vote for the bill that's before them right now. Call them. You can call me at 972-647-1893. You can call me at this number. But why is it we're going to sit back and allow them to take away our right to vote what do you think it would be like if we was to have in 2024 Donald Trump elected president of the United States? I'm not going to say re-elected because he's never won a race. He's never won a popular vote. He lost it in 16, Hillary Clinton beat him by almost 8 million votes. And when we see how every time he's gotten in office, he lost. And he's running and pushing this lie. He pushed this lie about he won the 2020 election. It's a lie. 
He knows it's a lie. Everybody knows it's a lie. Even those Republicans supporting him know it's a lie. He didn't win no election. But they really give them energy just to push on. He's trying to steal this one. That's what they're trying to do. If they can discourage enough black vote, votes of colors, people of color, if they can discourage this, then he has a shot to win. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have here? Uh, Claudia on line one. Uh, who? Claudia. Cla- Claudia? Yeah. All right. I guess. Good morning. You're on KNON. Good morning, Reverend Barney. This is Claudia Fowler. How are you? Fine, Claudia. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Well, you know, I've been an election judge with Dallas County. I would say over 26, 27 years. And mm-hmm. thank you for bringing up this topic because a lot of election <laughs> judges as well as precinct chairs, especially in the Democratic Party, we've had this conversation of mm-hmm. the attack on voting rights. It's really an attack on us as election judges that we're not running our polls with integrity. You know, uh, oh, they think that all election judges are cheating, you know, especially when a Democrat or a Democrat of color wins. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing this up. And, you know, we need to galvanize, mobilize, and organize, you know, against this in every effort that we can. And mm-hmm. like I said, this is a discussion that is ongoing with some of us right now on what we can do. You're right. Call your senator, call your congressperson, you know, call your local elected officials because everything, whether people believe it or not, as you know, Reverend Barnett, mm-hmm. starts locally and moves on up. So, mm-hmm. again, I just want to say thank you for bringing this up. And like I said, there are efforts that are being discussed now. We can talk about it all day, but we don't need to quit talking about it and being about it because we have some real important, as oh, you know, elections coming up. As you know, that are coming up locally yeah. as well as for our national representation. So, well, well see, this, this 2022 could be a monster on us because the way they're gerrymandering these lines and different things like that, they are taking down many Democratic districts. They're going to split them up and put them in a closely divided Republican district. And if they can suppress enough of those Democratic votes, the Republicans will outvote the Democrats in those districts. This is their plan, to steal our elections and, and, and pick our representatives and for us. Oh, yes. And their people in their, you know, in their, in their precinct, in their community, you know, um, Educate your people about being, you know, um, being knowledgeable of candidates that are running and of elections and what the candidates are, you know, who you're voting for. So, again, I'm, I'm not going to hold up all your time, but I want to say thanks for bringing that up. But like I said, it's not only an attack on us as uh, people, but us as elections who, who work tirelessly, you know, in the electoral system. Mm-hmm. Well, see, uh, what, what's happening now, people are taking things for granted. They, uh, hey, this whole thing has been done by amendments. Take our exactly. take our rights. Uh, I remember when we couldn't go, you know, public accommodations. We didn't have right. pub- public accommodation uh, rights. We didn't have uh, rights to do just just simple everyday things. These kids and exactly. young people but now. Well, the thing is, for them to say they're poll watchers would have more power than the judge. That's mm-hmm. where my problem comes in because I am up at 
four, get your my pole at five, five, thirty. We tell me a four watcher, especially from the opposite party, can come in and has more power than me who is sworn in as a judge. That, that's a, that's that's my uh mm-hmm. that's my deal breaker right there. I, I you know, no sir, but mm-hmm. you know, you absolutely need to we just, you know, quit talking about it and be about it and stand up for our voting rights. People have died over the years for us to have the privilege to go in and vote and cast our vote. Well, uh, if we don't take care of this, if we don't uh, stay and stick together and stand firm against this suppression that they're doing, we're going to yes, lose sir. our democracy here in America. And all the fighting and dying that that people, our, our ancestors have done, it will be in vain. All the fighting that our uh, ancestor soldiers have done will be in vain. All of this will be going down the tube. All because we would not stand vigilantly, vigilant against what the suppression that's going on. We got to stand up and fight back. All righty. You're so right. You're so right. All right. We thank you for your call. All right. Thank you, everyone, and keep up the good work. All right. Thank you. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Soul Joner on line three. Good morning, Sojourner. Good morning. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Uh, one thing that uh, I'm glad you mentioned 2022, because the strategy has already started that um, the Republicans are saying they will win the House in 2022, and that's mm-hmm. the kind of that's the kind of uh, lie that to perpetuate to discourage people from voting. So I'm mm-hmm. just saying that we don't need to fall for that trick. No. That we need to get out and vote in 2022. That's right. Yeah, they are they are they are perpetuating this misinformation, propaganda that they will win the house in 2022, mm-hmm. so that people will will get discouraged and say, "Well, they're going to win anyway." Ain't no sense of us going out. But we done heard that trick before. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and Sojourner, we are suffering for not going back to the polls in 2010. Right. We're suffering from that. Right. We say, oh, well, we got Obama in the White House. We don't need to go to these off-year elections. Just go back in 12 and keep him in there. No. 10 is where we have lost so much ground since 2010 because we allowed the Republicans to take the House of Representatives and the Senate and everything Obama tried to do, they stood up and said publicly, they're going to fight everything he brings forth. They're going to try to block it. They're going to block everything he do. And see, we talk, well, he didn't do nothing. Well, we didn't do nothing in 2010 like we should have. We should have gone back to the polls in mass numbers like we did in uh, 2008. And we about to make the same mistake just because Biden is in there in uh, 2020. We need to go in 2022 just as big, if not bigger, to help Biden with the, get a Congress and a Senate. And we got the Congress, but we can lose it because we're only about five or six uh, points ahead uh, with senators ahead. And uh, that that Senate 
Oh, boy. It's, it's in bad shape. You talking about cinema? Lord, how much that woman from uh, Arizona? She, uh, we can't trust the Senate we got now. We can't trust it. And so we need to make sure we go to the polls and uh, in the next election, get rid of her. Get rid of her. And get rid of that, that senator from West Virginia. Hello. Did you get rid yeah. of him? We need yeah, to get rid of these people that's not going to vote in our behalf. And uh, 130,000 people voted for cinema in Arizona. They didn't vote for her to do this. I'm talking 130,000 black people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is very important because the strategy is like they say they're putting out propaganda. All that's what you hear all the time. Yes, we're going to win the the, the twenty twenty two election. Mm-hmm. Well, don't believe the lie. Get out and vote. Don't believe the lie. Don't believe. They the will win it if we don't go to the polls. Amen. But Amen. they won't win it if we go to the polls in mass numbers. Mass numbers. Yes. Mass numbers, yes. Thank you. Thank you for Thank that you. call. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. I close the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? We have uh, Gene on line one. Gene? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Red Bernard, and how are you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm great. I yeah. just have a question, and I just wanted to give some information. Mm-hmm. Our big friend will be in town this weekend at First Baptist downtown. So what I wanted to ask, in the Bible, does it say anything about Elias carrying? I know the only two uh, things that they talk about is same-sex marriage and abortion. No one ever mentioned lying. And I think I've read that in the Bible, where liars will not tarry. Yes, I. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, you know, you're correct as can be. See, look, they use their religion to support white supremacy. This is how, what that's all about downtown at First Baptist Church. This man is a hardcore, vicious racist. He pastors that church. And this is obviously what they want because he's still there, keeping him down there. They called him and he's there. We have to understand that we just can't take white theology, white Christianity, and, 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 and grab it and take it with a you know, hook and sinker and all. No, no, no. We need to learn the Bible for ourselves and the Bible is not a European book. This is why they can take it and miss it, grossly misinterpret it to us because we don't realize it's not a European book. The, the Bible is an African, uh, Afrocentric book. Everything you see happening in the Bible, it's just about every, especially Old Testament into the New Testament, all of that took place in Africa. If we go back... And really, really learn what we have been taught. Well, I just wanted to be corrected. I said nobody ever mentions that, and you hear, and that, that's how you can hear abortion, same-sex marriage, and that's uh, some of the uh, black ministers. Do you think that? Oh well, they 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 imitate they imitate the white uh, the white preachers. Some of them do, but uh, here's what's happening. Have you ever thought about, do you think they really care about black women aborting babies? No, I really don't. No, well, they don't care. They sure doesn't care anything about their baby after he's born. 
Right. All right. Why do you think they care about him in the mother's womb? Right. I, I understand that, but I'm just saying there's so many people. That's what they think and what they said. Never say anything about a lie. He lied about the election. He lied about the uh, January 6th uh, insurrection. And people are still going along with that. Well, I was the, just wondering, the, I said, maybe I didn't read that in the Bible where it said liars will not carry. Yes. Well, have you ever heard of George W. Truitt? You ever read of George W. Truitt? Yes. He used to be the pastor of First Baptist Church. Right. All right. I know you've heard of W.A. Criswell. Yes. Uh, every pastor that they caught have been a hardcore oppressor of black people. We must understand First Baptist and what it's all about. They used to have a cafeteria downstairs there when the cotton exchange was across the street there. They'd let the white guys come who worked at the cotton exchange go down there and eat. They wouldn't even let the black the black men in there. No, they can't come here and eat. Right, now, this is a church would, de- would deny selling a dinner. I'm talk- not talking about them giving us anything. Wouldn't even give or uh, sell them a meal. Now, this is supposed to be uh, a house of God. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's utterly ridiculous how we are treated and have been treated and still treated in Dallas, and we say nothing and do nothing, just go on as if we are just little slaves who don't know any better. It's ridiculous. Well, it's a lot of in First Baptist downtown. Yeah, I know. How stupid can you be? How stupid can you be? You're going to hear a message of oppression against you and your rights all day long. It's sad. It's sad. But I thank you. I'm up against a short break, and we'll be right back. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. Be right back. All right, we're back and ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. Uh, Marion Barnett, your host, and uh, we are here and we're discussing things. We are welcome to worship with us tomorrow morning, 930 uh, for Heavenly Joy Church, 930. We're on Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr. That's how you get it. You have to put that senior on there, Marion Barnett Sr., and uh, we are inviting you to worship with us. Learn the gospel. Learn the truth of the gospel. Uh, undisputed truth. No one will ever dispute because they know I'm not lying. And uh, they don't dispute me. They won't even put up an argument. No. They know I'm not lying. But what they're banking on, that your minds are so closed that uh, you won't believe the truth. That's what they're banking on. That a closed mind, they have did a great job of closing the minds of black people against themselves, and you won't accept the truth. All righty, 972-647-1893. All righty, let's go to our phone lines. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? Joyce is on line three. All righty. Good morning, Joyce. Morning, Reverend Barnett. This is Trustee Joyce Foreman. All right. Good morning. 
Good morning. Yeah. I just wanted to uh, say a couple of things. Uh, first and foremost, today is an exciting day for our children and for the city of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've mm-hmm. been a long-time advocate for sports within our city and with our schools. And so today, South Oak Cliff carries the weight of the city of Dallas on their back. And we have right. home that championship. Yes. We are just <laughs> so excited about that. And I love what Tony said because Duncanville is an extension of us. This is Southern Sector uh-huh. uh, Sports. And right. I am also rooting for Duncan Bill. That's for right. For example, this is your year. We are with you 100%, just mm-hmm. like we're with uh, Dallas ISD and South Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. For, for those individuals who will not be able to go to the game, Dallas ISD is having a watch party at the Ellis Davis Fieldhouse on Polk Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tickets are free. So they can serve up to 2,500 people within that facility. Mm -hmm. So if you have not had an opportunity to get a ticket, because they do have to have the tickets, although they're free, but we want to be able to manage the expectation. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you can just go to GoFan.com and get the ticket and go on out and enjoy the celebration and the watch party. Uh, with other people who are rooting for South Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a great, it's a great opportunity. Everybody that's a part of DISD ought to be uh, ready, willing, and able to be rooting for SOC today. Yeah, should be rooting for SOC no matter what. Yeah. And just to uh, touch just a little bit on what um, I spoke about, what happened at the board meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I plan to, to figure out a way for us to handle that situation after this celebration. Uh, I was thoroughly disappointed uh, in the way that it was handled. Uh, I am clear on what the mission was uh, in, in terms of what happened to the magnet school. Mm-hmm. I'm also clear on the history of the magnet school. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to sit at a table and allow anyone, I don't care what race they are, Mm -hmm. uh, to send us backwards instead of moving us forward. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, when you don't know which way is forward and know nothing about the history of the situation, these type of people people elect into office and this is, is, we're getting the results of it. This is all uh, that's happening. The good thing was is that the Anglo trustee that made the recommendation took that recommendation off the table. Oh, okay. And I am so excited okay. about that because he understood my my uh, thoughts was is I'm going to fight you and I'm going to fight you hard because you're not going to send us backwards mm-hmm. based on uh, an individual who doesn't want to represent 13 schools, 13 high schools. That's a lot for anybody. Right. That is a lot for... Well, now, who was Anglo that uh, uh, withdrew that Dan particular... Mitchell. Who? Dan Mitchell. Dan Mitchell. And Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what he, what he did was evidently he listened to the tape. Uh-huh. And I do have the... I do have the tape of what was said. 
and mm-hmm. I kept reminding them to listen to the tape. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely accurate on what they were doing. But All right. had sense enough to, uh, to take that off the table. And I'm appreciative of that because I do know that we make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to take that back. And so he did that, and I'm appreciative of that. But I will handle this other situation after this victory that we're going to have regarding South Oak Cliff and Duncanville. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I was very upset when I was told about it because this is a African-American male that uh, dis- disrespected you like that. Well, Devin Barnett, I, I talk often about African-American females that are elected and how some of the African-American males treat them. Yeah. Total disrespect. Mm-hmm. Total disrespect. You don't have to agree with me because we're not going to always agree. You know, you and I right. always agree. No. But but we're not disrespectful of each other either. No. Uh, in that thing. Mm-hmm. That just should not be accepted by our community, period. Well, you know, it, it, we don't always, never have. I guess we've known each other. And we'll never. Well over 50 years, but <laughs> no, we don't We don't agree on a lot of things. But yeah. as far as disrespect, no, I would never do that. I would I never do that. I absolutely know that. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely, and I wouldn't do it either because mm. it, it doesn't... It doesn't make sense for African-American women to disrespect African-American men, and it doesn't make sense for African-American men mm-hmm. to disrespect African-American women. And yeah. if you you feel like something is said that is not correct and you have a reference to go and check it, that's mm-hmm. what you should do. Mm-hmm. Yes, because so when you said it is history of these... Uh, uh, not charter schools, what in the world I'm thinking about. Uh, <laughs> These schools, school. these magnets that started back with Townview, and check the history sure. behind that. Uh, really, my own uh, personal opinion, it was all about race. Because if you can teach me in one building that has magnet on it, but you can't teach uh, this child in another building that doesn't have a mag- magnet that they do poorly. Something is wrong with that whole situation. The whole thought, the thought of the whole thing is something, I feel like well, it's something Reverend wrong. Barnett, uh, Reverend Barnett, I, I will have to say that when you start talking about magnet schools, these are usually your children that are uh, higher performing children. And in most cases, they have a lot of family involvement mm-hmm. and the schools are smaller. So you, you have a school with 250 kids that you have to apply to get into the school, and you're a higher achiever, you're probably going to do better than a school with 2,000 kids. Uh, and, and some of them are struggling. But uh, our magnet schools are usually some of the biggest schools we have. No, magnet schools are not the biggest school. Uh, well, Skyline what school is bigger than Skyline? Skyline is part magnet. All of Skyline is not magnet. It's part magnet, part comprehensive. It is a long Well, they, 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 that, that was changed when they saw that it wasn't working that, uh, with uh, just a single magnet that, that, that large. Because when they opened Skyline, it opened as the largest uh, high school in the state of Texas. 
Yeah, it's part it's part magnet and part comprehensive. Well, or part neighborhood. Yeah. And so that's that's not the best example, but when you look at like Townview, you got business magnet, you got law magnet, you got I know. tag magnet, you got education magnets magnet. within oh. within magnet programs. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. all of those schools individually probably have less than three hundred students. Well, but everybody's money goes to pay for those. Everybody, well, when you start talking about education, Reverend Barnett, I think that. Uh, all of my children don't learn the same. And so you have to have options for all of the kids, not just one child. You have to have those options to service all of the kids. Now, where I do agree with you in an argument is, is that we need to do better in funding our comprehensive neighborhood schools. Because Definitely so, because that's why the book, as you've said, and I, I agree with you, that's where the bulk of our children are going to be. Let's be honest about it. Right, right. Uh, you have to do a better job in funding yes, our neighborhood schools. And ca- I've been a big advocate for that. That kind of care needs to be put in the average everyday Joe school. Everybody, and yes. it should no school be excused for being mediocre. No, I, I don't, well, I don't accept that. Mm-hmm. No school should be mediocre, but you have to take into account all of the resources. When the resources come when you only have 25% of your teachers are high-performing teachers or 50% of your teachers are high-performing teachers, where do you put the rest of the, the teachers? So there's, there's just so many aspects but not, of education that I But trustee forming that, 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 that thing, you can boil it down to race. Remember when we had this M and M program, and they took our oh, best well. our best teachers that were teaching our children and and sent them to North Dallas and sent their inexperienced teachers, white teachers, to our schools who was just fresh out of college who could not teach well. Uh, they find a way of getting around us in everything they do. They really do. Mm-hmm. That is correct, and we are we are mostly aligned on this issue uh, about education because we have got to make sure that uh, everyone gets an opportunity, and it's it's my responsibility as a trustee mm-hmm. to advocate for all the kids, mm-hmm. and and that's what I do, and that's what I will. Continue. Well, you're doing a great job. Uh, you're doing a great job at it, and uh, for me to hear that African American male disrespect you the way he did. I was so angry I couldn't almost couldn't sleep that night. I was so angry to hear. I was angry too, but, but, but I but, had to compose myself. I was angry yeah. too, but I composed myself. But this shouldn't, see things like this shouldn't be. That shouldn't no. be. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. No. I agree. All right. I agree. Well, Hopefully we have a great time today. Wishing both of these teams the very, very best. And you're going to have a free showing of the game at the uh, Ellis Davis Fieldhouse. Yes, there is, there is a watch party at the Ellis Davis Fieldhouse for those who cannot make it to the stadium. You have to go online to gofan.com and get your ticket. It is free. But mm-hmm. it's there for us to be able to manage the number of people who come to the field house. 
Yeah. So I wish them a, a great opportunity and a great chance to thank DISD and the Alumni Association for working with DISD to get this accomplished. Yep, that's, that's great. That's great because the weather's not going to be the best out there. But I guess Jerry can... I guess he'll let the top down uh, over on. Well, we'll see. On, on, uh, he might let it rain on Slack. I don't know. <laughs> he might let it rain. It'll probably. It, y'all call and let me know next week. Well, I won't be here next week. But call and let me know if it be raining over Sox Bench. <laughs> I'll call today and let you know, okay? All righty. Okay. Thanks for Thank. everything and have a blessed day. All right, you do the same. Merry Christmas. Okay. All righty. Merry Christmas. Yeah. All right. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. We're getting so close to a break. I hate to bring people on this close and have to cut them off. Uh, we have Joe on the line, too. Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Joe. Hey, I'm trying to make it, make it uh, brief, Remember that? How you doing? Fine. You doing all right? Oh, good, good, good. Doing a flashback to Watergate. Uh, Liz Cheney. Can you see the go water in her stance? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's our modern-day go water. He was the one that ushered Richard Nixon to the ex, political exit ramp. And mm-hmm. she is doing a yeoman job. She's one to watch. She's right on point. And her party has done everything but kicked her out of the Capitol building. Well, yes. But what about that rascal from West Virginia? Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, he, he's no earthly good, and uh, uh, they don't seem to challenge him as much as he should be challenged on his vote because uh, he's one of the ones that's holding up this whole thing. They all sing, oh, we for voting rights and everything, but their, their action is far from what they're saying. Exactly. You know, I never thought that I, my parents, I would watch uh, us try to fight for the right to vote again. Down in my little hometown, St. Louis Hamer's hometown, mm-hmm. I saw my parents fight for the right to vote. Yeah. People being threatened, houses shot in, houses burned down. Yeah. And we are right at that juncture of the road again. That's right. That's, That's right. right. So it's, it's something that we should learn. Here's the lesson. We should never allow our God to be down. We should keep our guards up at all times because they are vigilantly, they are vigilantly nonstop trying to oppress us. We must remember that. Keep our guards up. Alrighty. We thank you, Joe. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. All right, we're back, we're back. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. All righty, Pierre, who do we have? We have a councilwoman, Caroline Arnold, on uh, line four. All right, Councilman Arnold. Good morning, Councilman Arnold. Councilwoman? Yes, can you hear? I can hear you now, yes. Okay. All right. Good morning. Just quickly, mm-hmm. wanted to thank you once again for uh, all of the work that you continue to do, uh, Reverend Barnett, because as we know, 
this is the only outlet that we have to really get the real deal on issues. Yeah, you can tell the truth here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Be candid, tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a quickly, and following up on Trustee uh, George Foreman with mm-hmm. South Oak Cliff, it is indeed a blessing to have the children to be able to have this level of experience. Mm-hmm. And we would love to have a good experience as a student, as a child, and not get caught up with a whole lot of the adult uh, uh, conflict. So it is mm-hmm. my prayer that uh, and that they have a successful day today. And we know that they are they are champions, and they will be champions when they get back here off that uh, off the bus and come back to mm-hmm. uh, to campus. So we 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 know that they are already champions. Yes. Uh, next, yeah. The next thing I want to piggyback on is that we've got to stay woke on. We keep talking about voting, but redistricting is is with us right now on a city level. Yes. And uh, right now, what people need to understand, when we have a, the council has appointed a, uh, a commission of representatives to discuss drawing lines, uh, political lines, to build up those new council districts starting in 2023. Right. But by policy, by law, council members cannot talk to their appointees. So any questions that an individual may have in terms of what's going on or what may happen with their community. Will they have the same uh, council member uh, after, the, after the lines are, are drawn? Those calls should be directed to uh, the city, secretary's, city uh, secretary or city attorney's office. And I think the best thing I can tell you is that they can call my office at 214-670-0780 to get directed to the proper office to find out questions. Could you give that number again? It's 214-670-0780. All right. Mm-hmm. It's very important that they understand there's a possibility <laughs> that you may not have the same council member uh, representing you after the lines are redrawn. Right now, we have one uh, district that is, has a high population of African-Americans Mm-hmm. Uh, resident and uh, of course, census, and that's eight with Councilmember Tanel Atkins. District mm-hmm. four, for example, we need to to draw lines so we can include more uh, residents within our boundaries because we're trying to keep them. I think roughly based on that census, probably somewhere about ninety thousand ninety thousand constituents per district. Mm-hmm. So we end up seeing some change, but it's important to stay woke because you want to have a person that's advocating for you. Just as we talked about the sad that's right. of what trustee Foreman is going through with someone who doesn't want to represent their constituents and spend more time attacking uh, someone who is an advocate for children and programmatic remedies blows my mind. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to have somebody who spends time trying to be in the limelight as opposed to getting the kids uh, concerns in the limelight. All right. I'm telling you, Pastor, mm-hmm. and those who are listening, what trustee form is going through, I go through it as a council member. Mm-hmm. A level of disrespect from African American men in leadership. And All you will right. see this throughout. We went through that with Chief Hall, with the mayor when they were attacking Chief Hall. Well, the mayor, this present mayor is the one really ran Chief Hall out of this town. People don't like to say it, but I'll tell the truth. You can tell the truth. You tell the truth on my show. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I take this. What 
Trustee Foreman is going through and what I go through and so many other African-American women in particular, they need women to wake up and recognize what's going on. And the men who, who, who don't tolerate this level of disrespect, we need their support to the handle up mm-hmm. on these scenarios for us. So that's what my call today is a call to action for men and women who cannot tolerate disrespect of those advocates who are right. around day in and day out. So mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it like that. Happy uh, holiday season. But I can tell you I am completely outraged by what I've heard this morning with the level of this public disrespect. That's what we mm-hmm. get, uh, get public disrespect by black men. And, and most of the time, young black men who spend time disrespecting us well, when it's our age. Most of your older black men know better. We right. learn. And we know the history of what has gone on. When these fellas come in there, they're just wild and know, know any history and just totally uneducated about the, the, the job they have in the city they are representing. They do things like that because right. uh, uh, young white men talk to them, tell them what to do. Give them a training class, and they go in and act out what they've been taught right. by young white males. Yeah. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to underscore that. Have a happy holiday. We'll be following up this morning. We have a neighborhood parade in Glen Oaks, so we'll be uh, riding through the neighborhood and passing. Uh, we'll end up. Mm-hmm. We'll start at Glen Oaks Methodist Church, and then we will we will start there, ride through the neighborhoods, and then we will end up with uh, uh, distribution of, of of nice items for the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Magnificent, but we will celebrate just community, and that's what it's going to take, standing up in our communities, especially as we talk about elections, mm-hmm. uh, voting and out and protecting our communities, and we've definitely got to stay woke during this election season. So thank you for letting me share. All right, sure thing. You have a wonderful day. All right, Merry Christmas. Uh, and 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have a Syria on the line one. Uh, who? Uh, Syria. All right. Good morning, line one. Yes. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. You, know what? you, woke, you woke me up. I am so glad you are on the radio. Thank you. Thank you very much. I want to thank you for your services. I want to thank you for continuously fighting and asking our young people like myself to wake up, to get more involved. Please I, mean, I live people. here in, in Fort Worth, Tarrant County, and uh-huh. I tell you, when 5 o'clock comes, it's sad that I'm scared that I hurry up and close my door. My oh, my God. Out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we still haven't gotten justice for Tatiana. We they constantly are pushing back, pushing back, making excuses for a police officer that we gave two years to get his business in in order. Mm-hmm. Tatiana didn't have two years to get her life back. No, she didn't. And and and, and see, that's got to be something that needs to be discussed. And pushed hard with, and uh, again, I call on the men of Fort Worth. All right, stand up and be stand up and be men. Like Dallas, they do not fight. They they it's like they lay down and give up. 
They don't bite. No. Uh, what? what g- give me. What date was that? Uh, that she was murdered. Do you, do, you, do you know the exact date? I know I it's been know two or three it. years ago, but I, I, whatever it is, it's a disgrace to it is. To, to put this trial off. They, everybody know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make people forget it and and let some of the anger go away, exactly. let some of the hostility go away. We exactly. Then we can slap them on the wrist and, and turn them loose with a gun again. No. This rascal should be going to prison for the rest of his life. I'll be right, honest about it. She, Just shoot through the window him. and kill the woman. Right. If she would have uh, shot him, like he tried to claim oh, uh, that yeah. he saw a gun. Well, she would have had the needle now. She would have immediately had the needle. Yes. We've been hearing about her going up there to the penitentiary and saying goodbye to her family. Yes. No, no, that that judge, he's he's no earthly good. They need to get another judge. They need to demand another judge on this case immediately and get these things changed. Yes. They do. And him trying to ask for another venue, like he's not going to get a first trial. I know he ain't trying to go to Dallas because he's surely not. Yeah, I wish he, yeah, change change it to Dallas. (laughs) You know, he'll get He'll get what he deserves. He's making up any and every excuse. Yeah. And then here's my thing. I have police officers that are friends mm-hmm. and that are my friends, personal friends of 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that if you are that afraid to uh, work in that beat, on that beat, in that area, they mm-hmm. would have changed him. Yes. If he was new or old, they would have changed him. Well, where you live, he that shouldn't be an area. Uh, the difference between whether you live or die by the hands of the police because of the area you happen to be in that particular night or live there. That should I mean, not I be life you, or death. How dare you not even announce yourself as a police officer? Yeah. you just shooting. Yeah. No, he, he's supposed to go to prison the rest of his life. He do. Mm-hmm. I, be- I I truly believe that he should. Come on, brothers in Fort Worth. Come on, wake up, wake up. Go down there and demand another judge. Demand you know, another judge. I, I have decided for 2022 that I'm going to get more involved because there is no change being made. There is constant lack of, of, of urgency. Yes. And there should be a, a lack of urgency for justice for an African-American woman. Yes, yes, yes. in her house. And, br- her and see, the brothers are supposed to be very angry about this. I'm angry about it. Hey, hey, them killing a, a, a young, educated lady, uh, just a nice person, and uh, any black woman, person, when they start shooting our women and can get away with it, that, that's a bad reflection on us. Right. And about this, That's uh, a bad reflection on the black male. Yes. That about, you know, this Biden and Biden and whether we're going to have we have to get a new president in there. My just personal belief, we need somebody young. We need somebody young and fresh and who's going to listen to the young folks because they ain't talking about no infrastructure. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to be in there for no god darn infrastructure. I wanted you in there for some change. 
I want you in there so you can let them know that African Americans are human beings. We're not your property. Yes. All righty. I thank you, my sister. You have a wonderful day. And you keep up the great job. You and your whole thing. All righty. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Excuse me, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have uh, Chuck on uh, line four. Chuck? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Chuck. Good morning, sir. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Listening to your program, and I heard a comment that I believe you made, and uh, I'd like to know where you get this information. You said that... The reason that young black men act the way they do to uh, black women is because of young white men. They listen to them. Uh, no, you didn't hear me say that. You didn't hear me say that. You're misinterpreting what was said in that vein. I can tell you that right now. You didn't hear me say that. I believe I did, sir. Well, you, you believe you heard a lot in. I didn't say that. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm positive you did say that. No, I didn't. I don't have anything to lie about. So why would no, I tell okay. that lie? What I, why, why would I? I, mean, I, I said that. that they follow the lead, and this young man is trained. They go to a class where they taught on the school board by white males, and they carry out what they're taught. So all that other you said, that's a lie. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just repeating what I what I heard. No, you you didn't hear me say that. Okay. Well, I just wanted to clarify. Well, get it clarified because you didn't hear me say that. Okay, then. Thank oh, you, sir. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Yeah. Eric is on the line three. Eric? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Reverend Bernie, how you doing? Fine. You doing all right this morning? Just tired of struggling. <laughs> ain't had a woman in 20 years, ain't been in the gym in five years, and uh, just keep exercising, waiting on Joe to get things together so I can get in the gym. Everybody waiting in city all over the world because I'm born a certain way, and them white people want to be with me so bad, President Trump, Biden, all them stimulus checks I've been getting. People think that was for them, period. That's the stimulus checks for me to get go to Ann's health food, get what I need to get back in this gym. And I've been working, I got everything together. I got my 56 pills a day. I got, I got all my pills together. And, uh, I got my last pill I got was for my, my manly manner. Uh, and, and my aunt, my, uh, Tony file. So I got all, I got all that, my physical ability. I got all that together now. All right, I'm that's waiting wonderful. on Joe to get me in the gym. That's what my mama used to tell me all the time. She said, son, mm-hmm. you're the only one. I never know what my mama was talking about. I didn't know I was born like this. I've been doing it two years now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was born like this. Mm-hmm. It took me 37, I mean, 50, 59 years to know I'm born like this. Took you 59 years to learn that, huh? All I'm right. 60 this month. 60 this years. Month, all I'm right. 60 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know I was born like this. And now that I think back, a lot of things I've been going through, um, I could have been a champ long time ago. Mm-hmm. But my, my mama told Ann Chef, well, y'all do what y'all want to do with it. Because my people were going to be jealous of me if I would have been rich and never been through nothing. You know, they going to say, well, my family's been through this, my family's through that. Why he want to get away with everything? 
people jealous hard. It ain't got nothing to do with race. And white folk go through the same stuff. Bonus too. They don't even want their kids around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get sick. Nah, I don't want my kids around them. They like that, man. People are like that. Mm-hmm. They feel like them old black suckers. They don't know nothing. I don't want my kids around them. Yeah. And, and I get all that time too. When I go to my group, I have to come see me. Leave them people alone. My thing's stupid. They money. Y'all get chased just like they do. They smoke all these cigarettes up and everything and take everything from them people. I yeah. said, man, you gonna have them people come down here destroying uh-huh. our young little kids doing that. Yeah. All right. Well, I thank you, Eric. Uh, you have a good day right. now. All right. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. All righty. Who do we have here? Uh, it's time for break, but we have uh, Eric uh, in a couple of minutes. We have uh, Eric? Uh, James, sorry. James. James. All right. Okay. There we go. Yes. There we go. All right, you're back, and we have who? James, you say? Already? Good morning, James. Good morning, Reverend, and thank you for all the good things you do for the people of this area. Uh, mm-hmm, you Tatiana Jefferson, uh, yes, sir. Tatiana Jefferson was born on the 12th of October. Excuse me. She was, a, she was killed on the 12th of October in 2019 at the age 28. And the uh, mm-hmm. trial... The trial is supposed to come up on January 10 in 2022. We need to all put that at the head of our list of things. No, they they did say they postponed anything to May, didn't they? They put that, well, they that, that January date off. They keep well, kicking the can uh, down the road. That's yes, all to are. it. That's all they're doing. Yeah, yes, they are. No, no doubt that's what's going on. I wanted to uh, uh, speculate about the overall... Uh, strategy that's being employed by the uh, powers that be. Uh, And I think basically what it's about is uh, they're pushing for what I'm going to call minority rule because it's going to be ruled by the uh, rich, white, uh, powerful uh, 1%. And uh, they are the minority. And what they're going to do, what they're trying to do, uh, they're using uh, voter suppression. They're redrawing the, uh, the district lines. Uh, mm-hmm. They're making it uh, a crime. Uh, they're making it. They're acting like it's a crime to uh, try to vote, and mm-hmm. then they're going to use the uh, police with, along with the militia. Uh, right here in, in Dallas, uh, this week the police got called out about four, four or five times for police misconduct uh, of different types. Mm-hmm. But they're going. Pardon. Go right ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah, the, they're gonna they're gonna put the militia in with the police and, and things like the Tatiana Jefferson thing is gonna become more common. Uh, and then they're trying to rewrite history. They're trying to take control of the whole education system so they can brainwash everybody. Uh, and that's where the the CRT and the privatization push comes in. They're gonna brainwash and, them worse than they're doing already. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be worse than it's gonna. Uh, they they're trying to push push it back to what it used to be in South Africa, uh, the minority rule like that. So, anyway, 
We got to be on our case, be on our job. Everybody needs to have a stack of voter registration uh, uh, cards uh, that they carry around with them and pass Well, maybe it would be like my Starbucks being brought in and opens in my mind. All right, come on. Oh, yeah. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, we carry around a, a stack of uh, voter registration cards and, and tell people about what's going on, especially these people who say the vote means nothing. Uh, it, it, it can make a difference. No, nobody can do everything, but everybody can do something. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, Reverend. Thank you. Thank you very much. I close the line, 972-647-1893. The Atatiana Jefferson situation is, is that's a bad that's tough that's tough to just shoot through a window and kill someone in a house that you don't know who's in there what's going on and to kill them just because you're in a certain neighborhood this is utterly ridiculous she was in America supposed was the home of the free in the land you know land is free home of the brave is that what it's supposed to be I don't know do we? I don't know. These people can get up and sing the Star Spangled Banner and say they go to this church and all that. And still, as brutal and hateful and vicious and bigoted as ever, as ever in history. It's coming down. It's just coming out more now. It's coming out more. 972-647-1893. All righty. Do we have any calls? Do we have any calls? Uh, yes, we ju- we have a new caller, but I didn't pick up the phone yet, but I, <laughs> I will right I now. Just put them on. Okay. Put them on. Put them on. Okay. It's up. Good morning. You're on KNON. K- Good morning. James Smith. Good morning, Pastor. Yes. Yes. All right. Go ahead, James. Yes, I'm doing great. Mr. Wynn and I. Is your, your radio on? Uh, yes, it is behind me. Let me shut that on down. You can hear it. You can should be gone now. No, I still hear it. Yeah. Okay, let me get it out of the picture. It's supposed to be down all the way. It's a cell. I'm listening on the cell phone, calling on the cell phone. Okay, yes, sir. I'm just calling. I appreciate uh, uh, Mrs. Arnold and Mrs. Foreman, what they're saying. And if people are paying attention, the GOP, drawing those lines and all, they are attacking us on local government. And as the, as the callers were saying about the young lady that died, you right, those men, church folks, First Peter 4, 17, I've said it many times, the Lord going to come back and start with the church. And as church folks, what did y'all do? Now, when we have funerals and tomorrow at church, it's going to be packed with people, but they won't get concerned and love their neighbor, our brother, and check on folks. And we need to do that, Reverend Barnett. But people are, are standing back. Even with that Dallas Cowboy thing, like the guys calling about... Uh, What's his name? Jones? Jerry Jones? Number 20. Yes, sir. Always number, he owns power grid things and all. And what did he do during the suffering of the storm last time? He right in there with Abbott and the rest of them. And we up there jumping up and down. I don't... You remember... Brother, let me say this right quick. The reason I don't care for the Cowboys no more watch them, I appreciate our people, that anybody that's got talent and using them. But years ago when Calvin Hill, Newhouse, and all those guys was in there... We used to watch them here in Palestine. My brother-in-law them still like them and, and everything, watch them. But they used to run the black guy down the field, be getting beat up down through the hard rock. And when they get to the goal line, guess who step across and get the glory? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. This is the what guy that had the nose for the gold, they said, huh? 
Yes, sir. And so that's what I turned me against the whole thing way back before Jerry John. Back when, uh, what was the name? Don Meredith and all those people were back there then. I said, no, uh-huh, yeah. this is not right. This is a slave thing. But there's a lot more. And for as uh, Biden, what people need to remind Biden is, ask him how it feel to be a one-term president that didn't get anything accomplished, see if he'll change his mind about the voting rights and get in gear because they've been dragging to me, really dragging. But people locally, like Reverend Barnett and Mrs. Arnold and former Sand and Reverend Wright and all the rest, pay attention to local government. It affects us first. The school board meeting, get, get, I, I say this in close out. Thank you for letting me say this. Mm-hmm. The same interest that you pay in making those babies pay the same interest while they're here. Don't be like the GOP. They want to love them while they're in the womb, but when they get out here, they lynch them. This is what we are doing as parents. When it's always athletic and you want an award, we'll all jump up and shop. But when it comes down to just a crumb or a baby in high school or junior high or elementary or something, we're not there. Uh-huh. We need to be. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much for all you're Thank doing. You. I always let Mr. Wynn and I stand ready to come to your side at any time. You and Reverend Wright and the rest of the people that's working to do the Lord's will. Thank you so much. Be blessed and enjoy the season. All right. Thank you. Here comes the line, yes, 972-607-1893. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? So we, we have another caller, but I couldn't hear because of the background noise. I think that the radio was a little bit too loud. But he's on here. All right. Good morning. You're on KNON. Hello? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go right ahead. Uh, I was a four and man, I've been listening to you. I told you, you're a beautiful man. And I wouldn't take money, but that ex-president is going to be a Robert Jefferson matter. What is this world coming to? A guest speaker. A guest speaker. Dallas, Texas. Yeah. A Robert he, Jefferson tomorrow morning. Yes, he's going to be down at First Baptist. Well, it's carrying on this old tradition that it's carried on for years and years since George Truitt and, uh, you know, Criswell and whatever. You know, if if he was to bring anything different, he'd be breaking traditions down at First Baptist. Well, I tell you what, you're a beautiful speaker. I didn't take nothing to you. So you have a blessed day. He's a beautiful speaker? You are. He is? You are. Oh, thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, I thought you were saying. You should be be running with Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> no, no, I I used to be a fighter. I used to be a prize fighter. Yes. I tried to see you. I was undefeated. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, but no, I I, I, I I wasn't gonna stay there that long and take the punishment because uh, after a while I figured I didn't like really getting hit. I better, I better. That's right. Better change my <laughs> my thinking on this. All right. Thank you. I clear the line. They clear the line, huh? 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Gerald yeah. is on uh, line three. Gerald? Yes, Gerald. All right. All right. Good morning, Gerald. Oh, yeah. Thanks, y'all, for the weekly uh, devotion to give us news we can use. And uh, I just learned something about you that uh, I can I never would have even imagined you being a boxer, a fighter. And it goes to show great things happen, and great minds do great things. 
and it's been very encouraging at my age to be 55 here in February. I sure appreciate you. I learn more and more as I listen to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. My thing of it is here, I'm in between this way and of want to do something but don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And that is politics, politics, I do believe in all my heart was my calling. But I never did get out in forefront. I just talk, talk, and encourage. But I want to do something. And if you can, uh, the main thing about me, I was always uh, very fond of Megger Egger, the guy that did the, uh, went around and registered people to vote. Medgar Evers? Yeah, uh-huh. And I still at my age, it just dwells on me to want to do that. I don't know how. I don't really too much uh, want to get to people, but I need somebody that I can trust. And that only person is I can think of to get, get me guided is you. What can I do? Because this is about Biden. I'm very upset about him. Mm-hmm. He probably don't do this and that for the blacks, and we all voted. And he ain't done this one thing, and that is this uh, uh, helping us with this black uh, uh, exterminating, what I call it, because instead of well. doing it, and God, we not getting the same protection that he's given to the Asian people, or, or even more. And just as well, why are we still fighting and talking about this voting thing. Well, because, believe me, my brother, voting do make a difference. Uh, How old you say you are? I'll be 55. You'll be 55. That means, uh, can you remember the era that we come through the different things that have happened down through the years and how they were handled at that time versus uh, many of the same things coming down now, but they, they are handled different because of politics. Can you recognize mm-hmm. that? Yes, I do. But the thing about it is, is you know, it takes two of the three to win office now, either the blacks and the Mexicans, I'm sorry, the blacks and the Spanish, or the whites and the Spanish, or the whites and the blacks, normally to get in office now. Why are we still here that don't have that on our agenda to, to go and start work and straight tell whoever wants the black vote? You've got to promise that you're going to fight and get this done, that we need to do nothing. Well, they do. Stop all this voting changing bull crap, you know? Uh, uh, what what, what do you suggest? That if you don't, if, you, if you're not uh, promised to, do, to fight for us, well, then you won't get our vote. Well, I think most do. They run. They promise to fight for us. Vote for me, I'll set you free. They'll tell you that in a minute. Uh, that, that, but... The, uh, how truthful they'll be, that's the question. And you, yeah. you if you get in office, then what is that I can't Well, that's the problem. Once they get in office, we rarely ever vote anybody out, no matter how bad the rascals might be. We let them stay. We, can we, we, we start uh, catering to them as 
you know, are stars, and you know, and uh, these look up to them, no matter if they're not doing anything, because most of our politicians that we have haven't done anything, for the most part. They haven't done anything. But I hear what you're saying. Yep. All righty. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, we talk, you know, we need to start doing something. I, um, I, um, would like to get with you privately and, 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 and I need to, I need to get out and start doing something because it is, it's, 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 it's too much. It's too much not doing, having nothing done. There you go. When you're going to get involved yourself and do something about it, that's weird. That's when yeah. things changed. All right. We well, thank you. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Is... Yes, we, we have another caller. It's uh, Neil. All righty. Good morning, Neil. Remember on that very nice show. I, I feel that man's frustration. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel his frustration. But I wanted to um, bring highlight to South Oak Cliff, the band and the cheerleaders. They came into that stadium the other week and bought black culture Mm-hmm. to the mass. Mm-hmm. And I want to end the program for, you know, commend those children also. The yes. Children, and everything. So yes. Go, side, go. Let's, let's put it off today. Well, do you know that this is something those children will never forget? Yes, yes. This and is we, a moment in their life, a glorious moment. I want them to always remember. Remember. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and live by this because it's victory. Yes, and, it is. And they'll have a victorious mind. Mm-hmm. I, no, the I, rest I, of their life, this is why I always want to push and highlight the children because the things that they do at this age, this is they'll realize this probably will be the most glorious time of their lives. Of their, their lives. Yes. You most certainly. I, I, rec- you know, I, I recognize the athletic prowess. Yes, to Coach Todd, he's one, done a wonderful job. A fantastic but also job. The other but also the other children who have participated also. Yeah. Let's give them their props. His grandfather and I were good friends. Yep, yep. Let's give them yes. props. And, John I want you to do a program on election, on voters' rights. All right. I, I think there's a lot of people in our community who are afraid to vote because of, of their history. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to do that. And I'm out of time. But let me say this. So whoever the guy was was talking about what's happening mm-hmm. in Colorado, make sure. Call back. Call in. So oh, I, yeah. I want to hear this myself. Oh, he was a guy. All right. Thank you, and thank you for your call. You're, you're welcome. Merry Christmas, and see you next Merry time. Christmas to you. Bye-bye. And a Happy New Year. All right. Bye-bye.